Welcome to the Viewmasters, Batman, the Brave and the Bold, episode 42, The Last Patrol. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello. Hello. Welcome to <coughs> our podcast. <laughs> Glad to be here. <laughs> For first time listeners, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> For last time listeners, good job. Yes, yeah, we we understand. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna go go right out and say it. Uh-huh. This episode was awesome. Yes, it was. <laughs> For so many reasons. Yes. Yes. I may have enjoyed this one more than I enjoyed the previous episodes. That is shocking. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> But uh yeah, let's let's get into this. Alright. Cold open. Yeah. <laughs> uh Batman is in the clutches of killer moth. Yep. And a giant moth. <laughs> a killer moth. It was a, it would have killed him had it had the chance. <laughs> in which case it definitely would have been a killer moth. Yep. <clears throat> Far more living up to his name than the actual Killer Moth. Yeah, who's just a guy in a hideous costume. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> a couple years ago, uh, when you were my my toy dealer... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a great toy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you sold me a uh, Killer Moth action figure, and mm-hmm. it was fantastic looking. Yeah. Uh, and at the time, I think I was also playing the Batman Lego games. Okay. <clears throat> of which Killer Moth appears in quite a bit. Oh, nice. And so, like, my only recollection of Killer Moth was uh, from the comics, and the only recollection I had of that was at one point in time he was a Robin villain, and he was like a mutated moth yes. monster creature. Yeah, that was, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, coming out of Underworld Unleashed. Yeah. He became, I believe, Chimera was the character's name. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, so I did some reading up on Killer Moth and, and what his actual origins were, mm-hmm. and I love his origin. What is his origin? I don't think I'm familiar with it. He is the anti-Batman. Okay. He is a rich guy Okay. who uh, uses his uh, Killer Moth uh, identity uh, to be a supervillain for hire. Nice. If you need a supervillain, you hire Killer Moth. All right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he is basically just Bruce Wayne who decided to use his money and resources to be a supervillain. That's awesome. Yeah. That is really cool. For hire. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised that I have not heard that before. Yeah. And he has the greatest costume in all of supervillainy. Right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Killer Moth is probably most notable as being Batgirl's first villain. Yes. It's the, the main thing that he's known for. Yeah, even in the uh, <clears throat> the, the 66 uh, series, the uh, the unaired pilot mm-hmm. for the, the uh, never-produced Batgirl TV show, Killer Moth is the villain in that. Yeah. For, like, what, it's a 15-minute long thing? Yeah, it's super short. That's the only appearance of Killer Moth on yeah. the series. But, uh, yeah, so <clears throat> that's pretty awesome. That is awesome. 
So, uh, so who does Batman team up with in uh, this uh, cold, cold open? A giant moth. Okay. <laughs> so he tames the moth he's fighting. And then he rides it around. Yep. And, I don't know, does it shoot webs? What do moths do? Uh, they eat clothes. <laughs> it ruins some clothing. Yeah. And then <clears throat> they're mostly annoying, and they hang around lights a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, Batman is trapped uh, behind glass. He defeats one of the giant moths, uh, and then Killer Moth releases four more. Yep. Uh, And just when all seems lost for our hero, who should arrive? The Batgirl. What? You just just mentioned her. I did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, pretty much any time you see Killer Moth, Batgirl is not far behind. (laughs) I should have known. (laughs) So yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, first, uh, first Brave and the Bold appearance of Batgirl. Yeah, and it's classic Batgirl, red hair, usable legs. Uh huh. Oh, oh. <laughs> interesting personality. Too, too soon. <laughs> uh, yes, this is the. Uh... The classic iteration of the Barbara Gordon Batgirl. The best Batgirl. Not, not Betty Kane. The only Batgirl. Aw. I like Betty Kane. Okay, kind out of. of Out of pure, that's so weird <laughs> interests, I like Betty Kane. Uh, okay, I do kind of. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. Betty and Kathy Kane both. Yep. It is, yeah, the, those are just weird relics of Batman's past. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, uh, Batgirl voiced by Mae Whitman. Yep. Of, uh, Arrested Development and, uh, many other things. Sure. Uh, that's awesome. That is awesome. I like Mae Whitman a lot. I do as well. Um, yeah, so she, she defeats Killer Moth and his goons. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, we come to learn, uh, that it was all a flashback. Yep. (laughs) It's just Batgirl reminiscing. Uh, as she and Batman are, uh, slowly being lowered into a pit of sharpened umbrellas. Yep. Uh, I'm assuming to death. Yeah. Because that is not resolved. Yeah. there is no to be continued. Yeah, no, we, we don't see them escape or anything. No, nope. That's just the end of the series. Yep. Yeah, every episode, <clears throat> the rest of this episode, and then every other episode going forward is all flashback. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a Jacob's Ladder scenario. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's a good movie. That is a good movie. <laughs> Very good movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a fun cold open. It was a fun cold open. I, I enjoy seeing the one true Batgirl. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. The rest of the episode. The rest of this episode. <laughs> Um, so it sort of starts with a, uh, sort of newsreel-y type thing, but it's, yeah. it's not quite a newsreel. It's like a, I don't really even, like a retrospective, yeah, weird movie type thing. I don't even really know how to describe it. It's a montage. Yeah, it's like something you'd see, like, on a, like, like, oh, not as melodramatic, but almost, uh, like a, a VH1, uh, behind the music kind yeah. of intro. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, and it's uh, it features uh, <clears throat> our our guest heroes for the episode. Yep, the Doom Patrol. The Doom Patrol. Yeah, the original Doom Patrol. Indeed, not not the good one. No. Yeah, I like the original Doom Patrol too. I have a very soft spot for the Doom Patrol yeah. one in most of its incarnations. Yeah, uh, I I think my interest in the original Doom Patrol is uh, largely due to the Teen Titans connection. Sure. Um, but also, like, I just, I like the idea. For some reason, I'm, I'm really interested in, in, uh, heroes who, uh, were around before I was born mm-hmm. and who are, who have died. Right. I don't know why that's a thing for me. Morbidity? And morbid, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, the original Doom Patrol has always sort of fascinated me a little bit. They are fascinating. I think my fascination with them comes from, also, probably the Teen Titans uh, aspect uh, was probably what first got me interested in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you go back and look. They have some of the weirdest fucking covers oh, of yeah. the Silver Age. Absolutely. And, and that is, you know, alongside a company that produced Flash covers yeah. uh, for the best part of a decade. Yeah. Uh, that were just mind-boggling weird. <laughs> Uh, but the Doom Patrol, I think, uh, at least rivals most of the Flash ones. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, during this newsreel, uh, I got to see uh, an animated version of a uh, a cover recreation that I did. Yeah, there. Most of the newsreel was cover recreations. Yeah, which was really cool. It was pretty awesome. Uh. Yeah, so we, we learned that the Doom Patrol uh, banded together, and then they became uh, hugely popular, mm-hmm. especially with with uh, the the youthful crowd. Yes, uh, sort of, sort of, uh, kind of punk rock superheroes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, they were they were freaks, yep. they were outcasts. Yep. And uh, uh, and then they sort of just disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They the the last uh, known public uh, appearance was uh, in Paris, mm-hmm. uh, saving the world from the evil General Zal. Yes, General Zal. Yes, Z A H L. Okay, he was like their big bad, basically. Was he? Yeah. Okay, I've never heard of him before. Okay. Uh, honestly, I just assumed that it was a. Uh, a play on General Zod. No, no, this was this was actually in the comics. All right. Yeah, G- uh, usually I think it was in Teen Titans comics even. Uh, General Zod and Madame Rouge. I know I Madame Rouge teamed up quite a bit yeah. to fight the Doom Patrol. Uh, I'm aware of Madame Rouge, uh, who sadly does not appear in this episode. No. Um. But what does appear in this episode is yeah. a loving tribute. To almost every era of the Doom Patrol. Yeah, at least all the ones that matter. Sure. <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah. Because <laughs> there are some that don't. Yeah. Rachel Pollock. <laughs> and, and I was thinking... John of, Byrne. I was thinking of the... Uh, the Eric uh, Larson. John Arcudi era. Oh, fuck you. Which I've never read, so I'm not familiar with it. If there were references to it in this episode, I completely missed them. Uh, there probably weren't. Okay. However, highly recommended. Yeah. All right. Because it is very good. I, I knew it was really short. A super short run. Uh, 22 issues. Was it 22? All right. right. Something like that. That's uh, cool. Over a year. Yeah. It's better than some books get. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I apologize for offending you. It's all right. <laughs> Just 
like a lot of things that I love, they go away. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, the, his run on the Doom Patrol was was very good, very underrated. A fantastic art for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I, I highly recommend them if you can find them. Nice. I don't believe they've been collected, but I'm pretty sure you can probably find them in dollar boxes around the world. I know that. Uh, Mavericks has had a couple of dollar sales, yeah, and uh, and they've got a lot of those issues. I was trying to put together a full run when I started to see them in the dollar fifty cent boxes. Yeah, they didn't have all of them, but I I managed to find most of them. I did not pick them up because I was only going to get them if I could get the whole run. But, Understandable. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just did some dollar box diving the other day, and I found like. Two or three stray issues of uh, the 80s Spectre series. Nice. I was like, you know, if they have, like, a big chunk of these, I'm going to get them. Yeah. But then I only found, like, those two, three issues. I was like, mm, all right. Not yeah. Not effort. I know. It's kind of... It kind of sucks. <clears throat> like, you want to just get the whole thing at once. Right. Read. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah all right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so... so uh, uh, very nice tribute to the Doom Patrol this, yeah. this entire episode, basically. Uh, I think my favorite comes from, at least for me, the the most recognizable uh, tributes happened uh, during the Negative Man uh, segments. Yeah. Uh, but basically, yeah, what happens? Getting a little ahead of ourselves. Out. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so the Doom Patrol is broken up. Yes, they they've disappeared. And uh, and and we open with that sort of footage, and then uh, it turns out that the Chief Niles Calder. Uh, the the leader and founder of the Doom Patrol is is watching this footage and yes. and basically you know wondering why people won't just leave them alone. <laughs> uh, but then uh, while he's in his house, uh, he he's uh, suddenly accosted by by two of his arch nemesis, mm-hmm. uh, two previous uh, Batman Brave and the Bold villains. Yeah. Uh, making return appearances finally together. Yes, yeah, it's true. We haven't seen them together yes. at all yet, so this is exciting. Uh, but we get the brain and Monsieur Mala. Yay! Who yeah. was in an episode not too long ago? Yeah, the the gorillas one. Yes, yes. Here, uh, used to better effect, and also a shorter. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which probably equals better. Probably. Yeah. Because there's not a lot to to Monsieur Mala. Nope. He is a giant gun-toting French-speaking gorilla. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, does he even speak in this episode? I don't think he does. Uh, yeah. Does he? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I recall something being said in a French accent. Well, the brain speaks in a French accent. Does he? Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was that then. Yeah. They're French lovers. Well, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Not not touched on on this episode. Not at all. A little disappointing. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, you know, diversity matters. Yeah, that's true. Even in child's cartoons. Even in child cartoons. And even when it means uh, apes and brains in jars. Exactly. in love with each other. Who are also villains. Who are also villains. Yeah. yeah. Uh, every child needs someone they can look up to. Maybe they thought that... I mean, diversity does matter. Maybe they thought that... Uh, Portraying that with villainous characters gave the wrong impression. It could be, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. As if, as if that lifestyle is deviant and uh, and wrong. It's not about their lifestyle. No, it's about them being villains. Well, we're talking, of course, about their French lifestyle. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Being French is wrong. That's right. But it's not about that. No. In this episode. So. <laughs> We got French villains. We got German villains. Yep. 
And uh, good old American villains. Good old American villains. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, uh, the chief comes under attack from uh, the brain of Shirmala. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Batman, for whatever reason, <laughs> he was in the neighborhood. I guess so. Yeah, he saw the news report and wanted to go check on his friend. Sure. <laughs> uh, but he's there to help the chief, and uh, they, they defeat uh, the two villains. And uh, realize that uh, the Doom Patrol is being targeted. Yeah. Uh, but first, they have to find them. So uh, they they track down the the first uh, errant member, uh, Elastigirl. Yeah, uh, who is uh, living it up somewhere on a, on a hilltop mansion. That's right. Uh, and uh, <laughs> in disguise as an overweight person. Yep. <laughs> and conforming to every negative stereotype of overweight people that you could possibly think of. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yep. <laughs> I'm out of food. Yep. I, she probably smells bad. Probably. She's lazy. <laughs> lazy, definitely. Just yep. laying there. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the she she is uh, lounging by the pool. Yep. Uh, and then uh, from out of the pool, uh, some weird creatures emerge. Yep. And I was not familiar with those creatures. Neither was I. But they uh, they were sort of headless creatures. One of them had a head. One had a that head, was no just face. an eye. Right. For the face. Yeah, that was that one. Then there was one that had a head, but no face. And he had eyes on the palms of his hands. That's right. Yeah. And then the third one had no head, but had a face on his chest. Yeah. And for whatever reason... It reminded me of C-Lab 2021. Okay. That's odd. Yep. And I have uh, have expected MC Chris to be uh, doing the voices of them. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, but no. <laughs> All right. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they, they start terrorizing everyone. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and Rita does not leave. She just wants them to go away. Exactly. Go rob a bank somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Batman and the Chief show up and uh, try to help save the day, but they cannot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they force Rita to to finally uh, come back into action. And uh, apparently, her whole fat persona was was just part of her shape shifting abilities. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I gotta say, uh, from the comics, I honestly never knew that she could do much more than just grow big. Oh, really? Yeah. Because uh, every, th- every time I ever saw her, she was just big. Yeah, that's uh, primarily what they did with her. Big, yeah. big or little. Yep. Uh, but she can apparently uh, do do a lot more stuff. Mm-hmm. Like change her skin and actually stretch and, yeah. and do other stuff. So She's elastic. She girl. is elastic girl. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so she gets convinced to, to help Batman and the Chief and, and find the rest of the Doom Patrol. Yeah. I never, uh, I never understood because the Doom Patrol is a team of freaks. Sure, is their shtick. Yeah. Uh, I never understood how uh, Rita was a was a freak at all. Nope, not a bit. Yeah, yeah. Because she she was an actress, uh, still very beautiful. Yep. Uh, now could make herself more beautiful if she wanted to. Sure, stay eternally young. Yeah. Isn't that what all actresses are striving for nowadays? Well, probably, and Oscars. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. Oscars so white. That's right. 
<laughs> but yeah, so I I never understood nope. that part of of her. Yeah, not a bit. Yeah, Cause, yeah, because the the origin of the original Doom Patrol. Uh, yeah, she got into like some sort of accidents and then got gained these powers. Uh, as did uh, the the rest of the Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Negative Man, you know, he became sort of possessed by like another like like an energy being that that was sort of the retcon yeah. was that the the negative persona was an energy being right but yeah it was originally just you know he has to he has to wear these uh medicated medicated bandages, bandages all yep. the time yep um and then can let this negative part of himself out right occasionally and then uh, Robot Man was a uh, race car driver who suffered a horrible accident, and they, in order to save him, they put his brain in a robot body. Yeah. So these are two actual freaks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, for, for want of a better word. Uh, but yeah, nothing wrong with Elastigirl that, that she could have just been fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in the comics they make it like as if she'd been outcast from Hollywood, and everybody yeah. hated her and was afraid of her. Nope. Why? Makes no sense. Nope, not a bit. If anything, I feel like she would become more popular. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go see that movie with the girl who can stretch. Right? <laughs> the ultimate in uh, chameleon acting. That's true. And, yeah. And think about how much money would be saved on special effects. Yeah. Makeup. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, no need for prosthetics. Yeah. She, she could pull off a Nicole Kidman as a Virginia Woolf kind of thing. Yeah. Wait, that is an extreme transformation. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Or, or Charlie's Theron without makeup in a movie. What? Uh, being the, the monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Extreme transformation. I I know that whenever I see a woman without makeup on, I think that is a monster. Uh huh. <laughs> My male eyes cannot stand this. Nope. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> I don't know why that's where I went. It works. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they uh, they uh, Rita saves the day, and they convince her to come along with them. Yep. So, uh, next they track down, uh, Negative Man. Yeah. Uh, who is, uh, working in a, uh, in a sideshow. Yeah, he's doing the most degrading thing possible, basically. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently this is the only place he could get work. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, you know, I understand that he's covered in bandages, but, uh, I'm sure he could have found something else to do. Yeah. yeah. A work-from-home position, perhaps. Sure. I mean, I see signs on the highway all the time that say that I can work from home. That's right. Yeah, why, why couldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure every <laughs> single one calling. of those are legit. Absolutely. <laughs> he could cold call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, uh, yeah, so so that's when we uh, we get, at least to my eye, uh, a lot of the... the Tributes to Doom Patrol's past, yeah, and the uh, circus posters on the the wall leading up to the stage, yeah. Uh, the the first one that grabbed my attention was the uh, uh, one that was, uh, I believe, it was a Brian Boland cover from Grant Morrison's run. Oh yeah, the uh, naked woman with the eye on her chest. Oh yeah, uh, levitating. Uh, then of course there was a Beast Boy poster, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, and, uh, one, a poster for, uh, Spinner. 
Yeah, for uh, Dorothy Spinner. Dorothy Spinner from the, uh, I think she was part of the Paul Cooperberg run before Grant Morrison. Yeah, I think she first appeared there and yeah. then was sort of flushed out more. Yeah. Uh, but the best one. Yeah. <clears throat> is a poster for Shasta, the Living Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> There's also there's a Flex Mentalo poster between those two. There is also that, which yeah. is also awesome. Yeah. But, but yeah, Shasta the Living Mountain is pretty awesome. Yep. <laughs> I was looking for Danny the Street, and I did not see it. I was looking for that, too, as well. But, uh, you know, Shasta the Living Mountain, yeah. pretty much. Uh, it's the best thing that could have happened. <laughs> I mean, Flex Mentalo. Also awesome. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Flex Mentalo definitely fits in at the at the carnival uh-huh. carnival motif. Yeah. So yeah. Uh so I guess maybe that's a good point for us to, to kind of talk about Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol. Okay. Bit. Yeah. Because that's probably in my top five favorite comics of all I've time. I've never read that. <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> I have read that. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Because <laughs> it's hilarious. Because I thought that this would happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I borrowed, uh, for the <laughs> listener who doesn't know, uh, and I've written about this and talked about this before, um, I borrowed uh, the Grant Morrison run of the Doom Patrol uh, from from our friend Jason, uh, got a trash co-host, Jason Young, uh, on March 19th, uh, 2003. And, uh, and I, I was like, well, cool, you know, it's about 40 issues, I can get through these pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but I'm notoriously bad about not reading things, or not, uh, consuming things that I've borrowed from people in a timely manner. So, so Jason and I signed a contract, uh, that, uh, after 10 years, uh, if I had not read the Doom Patrols, I had to return them to him. Uh, so March 19th, 2013. And uh, we signed it, and we had several witnesses sign it as well, uh, and then posted it on the wall at at our comic store. Uh, and wouldn't you know it, it took me ten years to read all of those Doom Patrols. I, I, we had a ceremony. <laughs> Uh, on that date in 2013, when I gave the shoes back to him, I had just finished the last one the day before. <laughs> so I guess the moral of that story is, don't loan me things, unless you never want to see them again, or be prepared to sign a contract with me. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, uh... It's a high and a low point in my life. <laughs> I do know that we all went out for a steak and shake afterwards. That's to right. Celebrate. Yes, we went out for a steak and shake dinner. Yep. It's <laughs> fancy. That's right. <laughs> uh, but, but did you uh, eventually like it? I loved it. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know because I read it all at once right. basically uh, in the span of about two months and ten years. And uh, I, I don't know that I would have enjoyed it or appreciated it as much if I had read it like month to month, right? Because there's a lot of stuff that you know, there's a one or two page scene with a character, 
Um, and then that's sort of an interlude or an aside to the the main story of the issue. Right. Um, and then it moves on and doesn't come back to them for two or three issues. Right. And there's a lot of like seeding. comics used to do a lot. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. In every comic. Yeah. Instead of dragging shit out for seven or eight issues at a time. Yeah. 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 Just you know, seeding seeding future stuff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In in a really clever way. Uh huh. That uh, that I don't think I would have appreciated had I read it month to month. Perhaps I think it would have been fine. I probably yeah. I mean, had I been reading it month to month, I also would have been really young. It's true. So I probably wouldn't have gotten as much out of it at right. that age as I did reading it more my current age. But yeah, it's, it's great stuff. Yeah, fantastic. I've also only ever read it in like one continuous run, so mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I mean, I don't know that I could say the same thing, but I, I think it would have been fine reading yeah. it once a month. Yeah. But it is certainly a, a joy and a privilege to read it all in one sitting. Uh, and like I said, it is definitely probably my top five favorite comics of all time. Uh, issues 19 through... 63. 63, that's 1963. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but uh, included among that run is a one-shot issue called The Doom Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, essentially uh, a, a subtle jab. Subtle? <laughs> at one Robert Liefeld. Yeah. <laughs> Who you may have heard of. He's been in the news a bit lately. A little bit, yeah. Yes. Uh, and uh, his... Uh, uh, X Force number one, uh, uh, comic. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's just kind of a subtle jab at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, so subtle. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. which we're introduced to a, a sort of new version of, of the Doom Patrol, uh, who, who have been radically revamped for, uh, the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Shasta the Living Mountain is part of that. Right. Uh, which which uh, it brought me such joy to see that poster <laughs> in this episode. Is he the one that dies? He is the one that dies. That's right. <laughs> I love that. On the cover, uh, it's a group shot of the team, and there's a caption that says, one of these characters will die, and the shape of the caption is a giant arrow towards the character who dies. Yep. It's great. <laughs> it's so fucking brilliant. I wish comics were fun like that. I do, too. At least DC Comics. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Rebirth. Maybe. That's what it, it's a rebirth of a sense of joy. Maybe. That'd be great. That would be great. I'd like that. I don't think that's going to happen. I saw a thing that said uh, that it would be, or speculation on Bleeding Cool, that, you know, it'll take the, the stuff from the New 52 and DCU that works... Uh, and bring back all of the old stuff that you loved. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, great, so Wally's coming back. Yeah. That's probably not going to happen. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. We can hope. We can hope. I, I will hope. I will hope as well. All right. And, uh, yeah, maybe they'll even be a good version of the Doom Patrol. Yeah. Yeah. The rumor is that the, was it Gerard Way and Becky Cloonan? Ooh. That had, like, a Doom Patrol pitch that they never, huh. or that never went anywhere. I would uh, be interested in that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel like that's the thing that everybody has, is everybody has a Doom Patrol pitch. Probably. Yeah. And I, I enjoy seeing everyone's Doom Patrol pitches. Yeah. Because I would read all of them. Yeah. As would I. Yeah. 
But who knows? Becky Cloonan's busy writing The Punisher for some reason. Oh, now. that's right. <laughs> that's right. Which is weird. That is weird. The Punisher sucks. Punisher I'm doesn't just, suck, but Punisher sucks. He's a little one note. Yeah. And, a little. <laughs> and and Becky Cloonan is not a creator I would normally just associate with The Punisher. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's branching out. I guess. Uh, and also Becky Cloonan is not the type of creator I would see working with Steve Dillon. Yeah. Uh, and also apparently they're de-aging the Punisher. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Is he a teen, teen Punisher? No, not that de-aged. Oh. Uh, but, but they showed some, uh, Steve Dillon sketches online and, uh, he had handwritten notes off to the side that said he's, uh, it is, uh, early to mid thirties. Okay. So, so I guess they're doing away with the, the Vietnam angle for the Punisher. Gotcha. Which is uh, a little upsetting. The, the, but I get it. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. hard to tie characters to historical events. I know it is, but, you know, I also... Like in the DC Universe, uh, before the uh, post-crisis, pre-Flashpoint, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I always enjoyed the fact that Mike Grell wrote Green Arrow mm-hmm. as if Green Arrow was like 45 years old. Yeah. And like just kind of older than everybody else in yeah. the DC, whether... Uh, you know, even though he started his career later, uh, you know, I, I like a, di- a diverse age range of characters. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody can be, you know, eternally thirty-two. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe they'll they'll replace the Vietnam thing with like an uh, an Iraq War. That's type fine. Thing, yeah. Probably. Yeah, I'm sure they're probably making it tie into the uh, Daredevil season two somehow. That's true, probably. Just crazed Travis Bickle vigilante guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyhow. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, uh, Larry Trainer, Negative Man, uh, is is uh, part of a carnival sideshow now. Yep. And uh, and while he is performing, uh, no one cares. Yep. Basically, he is degrading himself. For this group of people who could not possibly care less. Nope. And so he finally decides to quit. Uh, but uh, before he has a chance to leave, he too is attacked. Well, we should point out that uh, he decides to quit because apparently after every performance, uh, the audience, though they do not care, right, pelts him with tomatoes. That's true. Yeah, as does the carnival barker. Yep. He actively encourages the tomato pelting. Yep. Yeah. So he's Fozzie Bear in yeah. this situation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then uh, he's got a villain after him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the greatest villain ever? Possibly. Yeah. Yes. Possibly. <laughs> greater, greater even than Killer Moth. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> uh, this is a guy... Who, uh, uh, I don't even really know how to describe his powers. He is kind of like Metamorpho. Kind of? But not. (laughs) So, so his name, his name is Animal Vegetable Mineral Man. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh... And so I guess he can turn parts of his body into uh, any animal, uh-huh. any vegetable, or any mineral. Uh-huh. That's yeah. pretty much it. I guess that does cover it. Yep. Yeah. That that is it. But it, so it's not like his whole body becomes a shark. Nope. It's one arm becomes a shark. Yep. 
Well, and, his other arm is a tree. Yeah, and, and his legs. And a big rock. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. No, he's he has he has half of his head is a dinosaur. Yep, basically everything you need to know about animal vegetable mineral man. Yep, <laughs> or A V double M as I like to call him. Uh, that'd be his new fifty two name. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, he is awesome. Yes, he is perfect for a cartoon. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so, so everybody fights him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, he fights Negative Man, um, and then, uh, the Chief and Batman and Elastigirl arrive and, and help. Yep. And help defeat him. And convince Larry to join them. Yep. Uh, not after, though, Batman, uh, scornfully just, just, uh, berates, uh, Negative Man. That's true. For being so negative. Yeah. Yes. It's true. Even, even though Negative Man... Uh, has already agreed to come with them. Yep. That was... So this episode was written by uh, J.M. DeMatteis. Yes, it was. That was a very JLI scene. Yep. <laughs> so uh, so they, they have to find uh, Robot Man mm-hmm. uh, now. And uh, on, on their way there, uh, they, they wonder out loud, uh, who who is it that is trying to... Uh, you know, by targeting the Doom Patrol, they are reuniting the Doom Patrol. Yeah. Uh, who is it that is trying to reunite the Doom Patrol? Uh, and, and, uh, I thought it was going someplace, uh, that, that it did not go. Yeah? What, yeah. Where, where did you think it was going? I thought this was going to the place of Evil Chief. Yeah? Yeah. That's, that seems to be a direction that they go a lot. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Grant Morrison, I think, did that, uh, first. Yeah. Uh, by, by retconning all their origins into the, uh, the fact that, uh, the chief, uh, manipulated all their accidents, which gave them the powers. Yeah. Uh, and brought them all together and, uh, turned out to be just an evil mastermind. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which I loved. That was, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which which uh, has also become a, a very Professor X thing uh, over the last uh, ten years or so. Yeah, it's a uh, very deadly Genesis. Yes, and also because uh, because yeah, at, at some point uh, Professor X became the X Men's greatest villain. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, so Onslaught is what you're talking about. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and also, uh, just now realized it also the, uh, the origin of, uh, Mr. Glass from the movie Unbreakable. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, surprisingly, they, they did not go in that direction. That would have been a little heavy, I think, probably for this show. Probably. Yeah. But it gets heavy nonetheless. It does. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but speaking of heavy, yeah, heavy metal, heavy metal. Yep, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I apologize. Nope. Do not. And edit. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of heavy, <laughs> heavy metal. Yeah, Robot Man. Yes. We we get introduced to him uh, doing the only thing he can do, which is uh, be a crash test dummy, trying to die. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Didn't want to come right out and say that. Sorry, no. But, but, but that is true. That is that is his thing. Yep. Is he just wishes that he, and that it was over. Yep. 
You know what, Robot Man? Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> you think you'd feel differently if you had a robot body? I'd probably want to dive in. I probably wouldn't want to dive Yeah, because the robot body is awesome. The robot body would pretty much kick ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would have very few worries at that point, I think. <laughs> yeah, I would just be a kick-ass robot dude. Yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. Uh-huh. I, I, I hope that you get a robot body. I hope so, too, now. <laughs> I hope so too. Now. Yeah, and I hope that uh, like that robot body, it can also be voiced by Henry Rollins. Yeah, punk rock god <laughs> Henry Rollins, aging alternative icon Henry Rollins. Yeah, just like the Doom Patrol. Just like the Doom Patrol, they are kind of punk rock gods and aging alternative icons. Yeah, and uh, just like Henry Rollins, who does the voice of Robot Man in this episode. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Even though I'm, I'm familiar with Henry Rollins as a person that I should be familiar with, but I <laughs> don't think I'm familiar with any of his work. Uh, sure, he did the voice of uh, one of the villains in the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Was it uh, 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 Michael Rosenbaum? No. Okay. It was uh, the big dude that kind of looks oh, like yeah, Metabolco. Bonk. Bonk. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Why do I remember his name? I don't know. What valuable piece of information was pushed out of my brain in order to make room for bonk. Quick, when's your wife's birthday? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I want to say April-ish. <laughs> I got it written down somewhere, yeah, I think. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> I don't remember where. That's all. Awesome. You'll find it. Yeah. It'll, it'll just pop up sometime before her birthday happens. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you know Balk's name. I do. Yep. Yeah. That's that is what's really important. <laughs> uh, I believe uh, he's also voiced some other uh, DC characters throughout uh, the years. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I know he was the voice of Kilowog in one of the uh, Green Lantern animated uh, travesties. Nice. I believe it was the terrible uh, Emerald Knights, for sure. Okay. Yeah, which is the worst thing ever. Don't ever watch it. <laughs> okay. Uh, may read slightly better than Superman Batman Apocalypse. Yeah. But not by much. Okay. Um, hey, he's done some other stuff. And, of course, he is a uh, singer and, and uh, formerly of Black Flag and the Rollins Band. Yeah. Uh, he's been in some movies, uh, such as uh, a movie that we recently reviewed on Gutter Trash called uh, He Never Died. Nice. Uh, and uh, The Chase with uh, Charlie Sheen and uh, Christy Swanson. Okay. Wow. Uh, Johnny Mnemonic with oh, uh, nice. Keanu Reeves. Classic. Yes. Uh, let's see. What else has he done? Uh, he tours around the world doing uh, spoken word. All right. Uh, which are often uh, hilarious and awesome. And I've seen him live three times, nice. I believe, doing those. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, I'm a huge Henry Rollins fan. Is, he's good friends with Glenn Danzig, I heard, right? <laughs> he and uh, Glenn Danzig are in a homosexual affair with each other. That's right. That's what I read uh, in a nonfiction <laughs> book. In a nonfiction book called Henry and Glenn Forever. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I believe he and Danzig are friends, actually. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if they're, like, tight friends or whatever, but, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, they were both uh, coming up in the punk rock hardcore scene together in the, the late 70s, early 80s. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love Henry Rollins. That's cool. So, so this was a treat for you. This was a super treat for me. Good. 
And uh, yeah, and so he plays uh, a robot man with uh, with a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Not physical damage. No, mental yeah. damage. Yeah, yeah. Which is the best robot man, really? Exactly. Yeah. He's always he's always had some problems. Very true. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he rises above it, and uh, he is able to uh, to to at least decide to help out his teammates when when they're in trouble. Because uh, Robot Man, uh, you know, he like we said, he he wants to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, his his employers are going on lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, Cyclops. You're gonna have to. Can you just wait like half an hour? We're heading over to Subway. Doing a $6 foot long? Six. They're $6 now. Fuck that. I know. Release Jared. <laughs> what? No. He was the one who was providing this price hike. <laughs> if, All the money if, that they had to spend. Listen, if I have to pay an extra dollar <laughs> for my foot long sandwich uh, <laughs> in order for a pedophile to stay in jail. <laughs> I will pay that. I will pay that dollar, sir. You have to think about all the money that they had to spend in order to scrub him from all their campaigns. God, it's probably them true. It's the price of their. That probably is true, actually. <laughs> like, oh shit! How do we get rid of him just completely? <laughs> that's that's probably true. I'm okay with it. It's fine. I- think Subway's fucking disgusting yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Pedophile or not, you need it Subway. Yeah, alright. There are better subs that you There are to. better subs, that's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, he is uh, left alone in the crash test lab. <laughs> yeah. Um... And uh, he's attacked too, right? Yes, he is. I don't remember who attacks him. Uh, some sort of other robot thing. That's right. I think its name was Arsenal. I think its name was Arsenal. That's right, because yeah. I thought that it did not look at all like Roy Harper. It does not. Yeah. It's not even red. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he, he fights that other robot. Yep. Uh, and then the rest of the rest of the Doom Patrol and Batman arrive to help him subdue it. Yep. Uh, and he you know, insists he wants nothing to do with them. Nope. So, uh, uh, but it's too late. They're all back together. Uh, and then who should we, uh, who, who should they be, uh, approached by, uh, but the mastermind of their Doom Patrol's reunion, General Zal. General Zal. That, yeah. uh, that Nazi guy. That lousy crowd. The, uh, Colonel Clinkish. <laughs> General Zal. Yeah. Who uh, apparently was hiding in plain sight on a giant warship. Right. Yeah. You know. Normal. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But all of our heroes are subdued uh, by some sort of gas? Uh, I don't remember exactly how they all all got knocked out. uh, Yeah, I think it was the gas knocked them all out. Uh, Which doesn't make sense for Robot Man. No, it does not. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, he's just I guess the brain the brain still needs oxygen. I guess so. Yeah, sure. Yeah, makes Pro- sense. Problem to make. solved. There we go. Plug in your plot holes. Yep. Cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they they are all knocked out. Uh, and uh, and when they come to, 
they are all trapped. Yep. Uh, they've got Batman hanging by his feet. Uh, Elastigirl uh, caught in some sort of energy net. Well, I, I didn't see if it was an energy net or just a weighted net. Uh, either way, I mean, well, if it was a weighted net, you'd think that... that she could just get out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I mean, it was really heavy. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, the chief is easy. You just take away his wheelchair. He's yeah. pretty much useless. Yeah. Uh, they, they keep gassing the negative man. Because mm-hmm. every time he kind of wakes up, the, the negative being, like, tries to leave his body. Yeah. Uh, so they just knock him out. And I'm guessing Robot Man is being subdued by, uh, Magnet? Maybe some sort of Magnet. Yeah. He's glowing. He is. He's yeah. basically what his, <laughs> his trap is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it's revealed, uh, the real reason why, uh, the Doom Patrol disbanded back in Paris. Yeah. Uh, General Zal had a, uh, painting mm-hmm. that was going to eat Paris. Yeah. They don't go into that detail. They do not. But we know. Yep. <laughs> uh, and, uh, the Doom Patrol, uh, finally comes close to defeating him, but, uh, he grabs a hostage. Yeah. And, uh... Basically forces them to decide whether he's going to uh, kill the hostage or let him go. Yeah, and uh, he kills the hostage. Yeah, they 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 choose uh, to try and stop him. Yep, and uh, and in doing so, he chooses to kill the hostage. Yep. So they they blame themselves for the death of of the innocent hostage. Right. Uh, and uh, and it strains their relationship more than it already was. Yep. Because that's another thing about the Doom Patrol is none of them really like each other. Not really. All that much. Yep. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it it sort of pushes them to the breaking point to the to the point where they just agree to disband. Yep. Uh, which which is you know I mean you know I guess there's the guilt there but uh, you know they did save Paris. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's rough though it is rough yeah it's a very personal like you watch the thing that you chose to do directly led to this person's death right that's that's kind of rough however if they would have let him go thousands upon thousands would have died it's true so yeah the the it was a no-win situation it's it's not a good situation yeah but but in in the end they did make the right choice of sorts yeah Uh, except that in our opinion in our opinion uh, except for that somehow General Zal uh, managed to escape from whatever prison he was in. Yeah. And, uh, devised this, uh, plot to get his revenge upon them. Yeah. And, uh, put them in an even uh, worse situation. Uh, he sends the Doom Patrol to an island that has been rigged to explode. And, uh, nearby is another island, uh, full of, uh, innocent people mm-hmm. that he has also rigged to explode. Yes, Codsville. Yes, population 14. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to live on an island with only 13 other people. Yeah? I don't know. It'd be kind of nice. Uh, it would I be. guess depending on the size of the island. It, who are those people? Um, that's true. I guess you don't really get to choose who those people are. Right. Because one bad egg could just really ruin it for everyone. Exactly. And, like, you know, if it's your family that's living on that island. Yeah. You not know, so much that. You, you don't want to constantly be around your family. Yeah. <laughs> Even... Does not matter if you get along with your family famously. Yeah. You need some away time. Definitely. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird situation there. Yeah. But whatever, they're apparently making it work. 
Codsville. The weirdos of Codsville. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it's basically uh, it's up to the Doom Patrol to decide uh, who will live and who will die. Yep. And uh, and oh by the way, uh, this is all being broadcast to everyone in the world uh, because Zal wants to expose what cowards the Doom Patrol are. Yep. And how selfish they are. Uh, and so, uh, Batman manages to escape, because he's Batman. Sure. And he, he, uh, fights, uh, the, the villains that the rest of the Doom Patrol previously faced. Yep. He just takes them all on himself. Well, he's Batman. And he beats all of them. He was holding back. He was holding back. He's gotta let the Doom Patrol flourish on their own. That's right, yeah, cause that's true, cause during the, um, during the, the Negative Man sequence... Uh, he he hangs back on purpose. No, that was uh, Robot Man. Sequence. Oh, the Robot Man sequence. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he hangs back on purpose to to give the the Doom Patrol uh, time to realize that they need each other and and to to gel as a team. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Batman. Uh, you know he 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 knows what he's doing. Yep. Uh, but yeah, he escapes and and takes on the Doom Patrol's villains. Uh, meanwhile, uh, on the island and uh, broadcast for the world to see. Uh, the Doom Patrol has a really odd discussion about what they're going to do. Yep. Uh, some of it makes zero sense at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot of analogies are being thrown around. Yeah. Uh, analogies to the Pilgrims? Yeah, that was the one. That that was the, the one that didn't make any sense. Nope. Uh, there was another one, the one after the Pilgrims one. Something about the Pharaoh. That's right, it was it was the people who stood up to the Pharaoh. That's right. Who were just, you know, farmers and, and shepherds. Yeah. And I didn't really find that applicable either. I guess maybe General Zaw is, is the, the Pharaoh. pharaoh and maybe. They're the pheasants. I, did you say pheasants? I did. <laughs> I was started to say farmers. Yeah. And then switched it up. <laughs> they're they're birds. Yes. <laughs> Leave me but, alone. <laughs> it was, uh, fair enough. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, uh, through whatever odd conversation that they have, uh, rather than just coming right out and saying we're not going to let those people die, yeah. they have to rationalize this to themselves. I guess. And uh, and so they all agree, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take the explosion. Yep. And and they all turn to the cameras and say, "Fire when ready." Yep. Uh, but then uh, Batman uh, knocks the uh, the device out of uh, General Zal's hand. Yeah. And uh, prevents the explosion. Yeah. Because that's what Batman does. That is what Batman does. He's a hero. He is a hero. He's yeah. a true hero. He's a real American hero. He. Would not need to do any of this analogizing bullshit <laughs> to decide whether or not to sacrifice himself for the greater good. That's true. Uh, we would just take action. Yeah. Uh, but but he prevents the deaths of everybody. Uh, uh, apparently. Yeah. Knocks yeah. it right out of the hand of uh, General Zal. Steps on it, mm -hmm. which somehow does not explode. <laughs> Doesn't push the button. Nope. You, you yeah. would think. Yeah. But Maybe he just stepped on it just right. The uh, well, the thing is, though, uh, we come to find out that that's not the real detonator. What? Yeah, the real detonator is actually hidden in General Zal's hat. Huh. <laughs> All right. So he pushes pushes the button on his hat, his Nazi hat, and uh, and the island explodes. The Doom Patrol. Island. The Doom Patrol island. Yeah. And the Doom Patrol dies. Yes, they do. 
but they save the people of Codsville in the process. That they do. Yes. All 14 of those losers. Yeah. Weirdos living <laughs> on an island. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the whole thing is, as we've mentioned, being broadcast for everyone to see. And uh, and the people are, are moved by the Doom Patrol's words and by their actions. Yes. Uh, and somehow come to the conclusion that we are all the Doom Patrol. We are all the Doom Patrol. Yeah, we yeah. are all the Doom Patrol. We are all the Doom Patrol. We are all the Doom Patrol. We are all the Doom Patrol. His name was Robert Paulson. 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 <laughs> I didn't. I didn't understand that scene <laughs> in Fight Club or this. In this, again, Fight Club. <laughs> I didn't understand it in this. Like I understand the sentiment, right? But I don't know how they arrived at that conclusion. Yeah, I'm not sure either. And and conveniently, we focus on you know the guy and his friends who are wearing the Doom Patrol T-shirts. Yeah, who who they were already the Doom Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And and the one girl dressed kind of like Elastigirl. Yeah, she's got like a like an Elastigirl costume belly shirt. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're all doomed. I know that much. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's, that's true. <laughs> Boy, you really hit the nail on the heads. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand either. Yeah, but uh, but it was a nice scene. It was, it a was. Nice, nice moment. Yeah, and General Zal uh, sees all of this. Uh, and realizes that even in their death, the Doom Patrol has defeated him because now they're more popular than ever. Yep, he has made them martyrs. He has. Yep. Yeah, and uh, the 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 island of Codsville, in in honor of uh, the Doom Patrol, renames their island mm-hmm. to Four Heroes. Yeah. yeah, that was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, even if there there might be a little confusion later on, sure, about who the Four Heroes were. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know the Trinity mm-hmm. and Robin. Yeah, that's 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 probably what it was. Or the the Trinity and Aquaman. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> the primary super friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's that's the end. The Doom yeah. Patrol die die heroes. Yep, as they did in the comics. It's true. It's it's almost straight out of the comics the way that they die here. Pretty much. Uh, except they came back in the comics somehow. They did, yeah. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, Robot Man, you just rebuild him. Sure. That one's easy. Yeah. But I've never, I've never understood how Larry and, and the Chief came back. No. Yeah. And I think the only, I don't think Rita ever came back until after Infinite Crisis. Yeah, it took her, yeah, she did not return until quite a while. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, the Larry thing, well, his... Story got weird. It definitely did. <laughs> As did most of their stories yeah. once Grant Morrison took over. Yeah. And it was a delightful. <laughs> I was I was a little disappointed that we didn't see Mento at all. Yeah. I like Mento. Yeah, yeah. he would have been like a good poster on the uh the uh, the circus. Yeah. yeah and uh and obviously I like Beast Boy or Changeling as he is rightfully known. Yes. So uh <laughs> yeah. But you know, we got the call out in the poster, so that was cool. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise, really enjoyed this episode. Very enjoyable. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins. <laughs> yeah. And May Whitman. And May Whitman. And, uh, Olivia Dabo. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
All right. All right. Yeah. Go read some Doom Patrol comics. Seriously, people. They're awesome. And, and don't ignore the John Arcudi run. No. Like some people. I I didn't ignore it. I just haven't read it yet. <laughs> uh, you could probably skip the Keith Giffen run. Yeah. The, I liked the Keith Giffen it run. It was okay. I mostly enjoyed it because of the Metal Men backups. Yeah. I, I liked yeah. it that uh, that uh, Ambush Bug was in it. Was he? Yeah. Uh, unless he, he stopped he was reading like a regular Netflix. supporting character, I don't know, maybe 10 or ten or 11 issues in. I stopped reading it. was it after, the, yeah. after the backup stories ended. Yeah. Uh, and also uh, avoid anything John Byrne has ever done. Yeah. Uh, at least post, you know, 1986. Sure. Or 1988. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters. The View Masters.